Welcome to Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Ackerman, the Intuitive RD. I'm a non-diet registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach. My mission is to help women recover from diet culture and heal their relationship to food and body. Follow along as I speak with leading professionals in the field and explore concepts of intuitive eating, health at every size, and body liberation. Hey guys, welcome to episode 84 of Intuitive Bites. Today I want to chat with you a little bit about healing your relationship to exercise. We talk a lot in the intuitive eating space about joyful movement, Um, so I want to talk about what that means, what that looks like, but also I want to talk to the person who maybe feels like they have never found joy in movement and the idea of trying to seek that out feels pretty inaccessible. Um, Or maybe you do find joy in movement, but it often overlaps with feeling, I don't know, feeling like you're, you know taking steps towards accomplishing a certain body with movement as well, right? So there's this kind of overlap of like, I really like the movement, but also it kind of eases some anxiety I have around body image. So what do we do with that? How do we get to a place where we're not operating from a place of fear around our body when it comes to movement? Before I dive further into this topic today, I wanted to announce my latest masterclass offering. This is actually the first time I'm announcing it. Um, And it's going to be on Wednesday next week. So September 23rd. And it will be from four to five Eastern time. And it will be recorded. And usually I say, you know, it's recorded and I'll give it to you upon request. Um, But this time I'm just going to send it out to all registrants. So if you're not able to be there from four to 5pm on Wednesday next week, yeah, I, I'll just send it right to your inbox afterwards. The topic for this masterclass is all about healing your relationship with exercise. So what you hear me talk about on this episode today, we will just be further expanding on this in the masterclass next week. All right, so let's dive into this conversation about healing your relationship with exercise. So the first point I want to make here, if you are in this boat of feeling like you're not in a good place with exercise, um, maybe you feel like you've used exercise to, you know, kind of overcompensate uh, for food or eating in the past. Maybe you feel like, um, yeah, you don't know how to relate to exercise in a healthy way and you've really used this over-exercising to manage anxiety. Or maybe you're in the boat of, you can't get yourself to exercise, you always feel this like deep shame around the fact that you can't get yourself to engage in movement on any consistent basis. Regardless, this will be this, this piece of advice will be for for both parties. Um, And that is, I want you to take some true rest from exercise. And especially if you're you're in that ladder camp, you're like you're probably like, oh, I've been resting, like that's my problem. I rest too much. But you have not been truly allowing yourself full permission to rest, right? If you've been in that place of feeling deep shame and guilt for not moving, then you haven't been giving yourself full permission to not move. Right. So this very much reminds me of the conversation around full permission to eat. I have people say all the time, they're like, oh, yeah, I let myself eat the cookies all the time. That's my problem, Kirsten. But 
you're actually not giving yourself full permission to eat the cookies because you're t telling yourself how bad you are and how you should be better tomorrow. And um, yeah, you're feeling all this deep shame. That's not permission. And that's actually just going to fuel the chaotic behavior. So in the case of movement, you beating yourself up for not moving is not giving yourself permission to not move. And it's actually just going to reinforce the wanting to avoid movement, right? It's not going to really be uh, sustainably motivating to get yourself to move. Um, so yeah. And then if you're in the camp of over-exercising, and the, probably the idea of not moving at all freaks you out, um, actually, I'm, I'm willing to bet the idea of giving yourself full permission to not move on either on either side is probably really stressful. But I want you to lean into that discomfort. Um, I'm not going to give you any time frame here of how long to give yourself rest because the important part is actually just getting past that discomfort or at least leaning into that discomfort a little bit, right? And I think that discomfort probably is going to arise very quickly as soon as you give yourself that permission. And then I just want you to like sit with it, lean into it, figure out what your fears are there. Um, or, or again, just sit with those fears and, and resist the urge to manage them by engaging in movement. Um, slash, maybe there will be other behaviors that want to pop up to manage that, that discomfort. So give yourself true permission to rest. Okay, tip number two here for healing your relationship with exercise. I wanna give you a little thought experiment here. So if you knew for certain that moving your body in any way, any form of exercise was not going to change what your body looked like, right? Wasn't going to change your weight, wasn't going to change the size of your body, wasn't going to change the aesthetics of your body in any way. How would it change the way that you're choosing to engage in movement? The intensity, the frequency, the duration, the type of movement you're choosing. If you knew it wasn't gonna was not gonna affect your body at all, what it looked like, how would you choose to engage in movement? This can be a tricky question, right? Maybe what's coming up for you is I wouldn't I wouldn't move at all. I would just never move my body, um, and I would challenge you to consider that you have learned this basic sense of distrust in your body, right? The same way that you've distrusted your body around food, you have distrusted your body around movement, and you've assumed that if you were just left to your own devices, you would not engage in any movement at all. Um, if that is true, if you would lean into not moving at all. My guess is you've experienced a lot of deep shame and discomfort, or yeah, shame, guilt around not moving. And that would be the pendulum swinging to the other side, right? It's kind of like the, um, okay, I'm going to force myself to move, force myself to move. And now it's swinging to the other side of I'm going to, you know, embrace all this rest. Um, but if you didn't have the guilt and shame and there wasn't all this pressure around it, you naturally, you likely naturally would want to move your body in some way. Um, of course, there is a ton of nuance to this conversation that I, you know, am not necessarily going to dive into the depths of right now, like 
things like chronic pain or injuries or chronic fatigue, right? Like there's so many things that could be at play here that maybe um, you really would want to lean into rest and, and maybe your body truly needs that rest due to what it's dealing with. Um, but regardless, the main thing I want to want you to take away here is how have you learned to distrust your body or own movement? And secondly, what would movement look like for you if it was not tied in any way to um, changing what your body looks like? And going through this thought experiment and writing it all out and coming up with the answers doesn't mean that you have to totally dramatically shift every single thing tomorrow about how you engage in movement, okay? But I want you to get clear on what it would look like, just so you can see the disparity between where you are and where movement that was not tied to changing your body would truly look like, right? I want you to understand that. Okay, the, the kind of second part to this, the second piece here is, I want you to consider your why behind moving your body that has nothing to do with changing your, what your body looks like, right? So what are your reasons to move your body that don't have to do with aesthetics? Is it that you really value long-term health? Is it that you really value feeling comfortable in your body, right? And you don't want to feel so winded when you kind of randomly go on a hike with your family or something. Um, do you like the feeling of, of feeling strong in your body? Do you want to just be able to kind of chase your kids around and um, do things like that without, again, feeling totally drained? Um, maybe you feel movement really serves your mental health and you notice the effect when you don't have that. Um, these are just a couple of examples. Maybe another example would be like, maybe you really would be fine not doing movement at all for the most part, but you uh, have injuries that, you know, feel a lot more comfortable when they're managed with physical therapy or other kinds of movement, right? Maybe you feel physically better and, and are able to take care of that injury with some kinds of movement. So by considering this why, and again, by like really hyper-focusing on that why, you're going to be able to figure out what types of movement will serve those purposes. And that's important too, right? Especially if you feel like you don't really enjoy movement, but you know that these things, um, yeah, that, that movement will serve these, these things for you. Okay, and then my third and final piece that I want to talk to you about today is that part of healing your relationship with exercise is about really redefining how you've been relating to it. So if you're somebody who's been really tied to your step tracker or, you know, whatever other data is on your Apple Watch or whatever else, um, if you really track that data, or even if you go to the gym, gym and use the, the exercise equipment um, that kind of tells you like the calories burned or the distance you've gone or anything like that, if you're really operating from a place of movement of measuring it, right, in some kind of numbers, um, then I would encourage you to explore what it's like to step away from that, right? And me saying this doesn't mean you can never use your step tracker again or never use this data again, although some people might feel that that's really helpful to totally step away from that forever. But the point is, this is really an exercise of can you connect to your body in the movement that you're doing? versus basing when you're done with the movement off of these external 
measurements, right? That really don't have anything to do with what you're experiencing in your body. They're just kind of checking off some box in your brain of like, okay, I did this many calories or whatever. Um, or burned this many calories. Um, so yeah, that that's like number one, I would say like, let's step away from some of those sources of, of tracking and see what it would be like to base movement on what you're feeling in your body, what you're experiencing in your body. Um, kind of hand in hand with this, if you go to exercise classes or if you have mirrors at home where you work out and you're basically, you know, looking at your body in the mirror in some way when you're moving, I would recommend trying to take a step away from that as well right for for various reasons but again the biggest one being let's let's kind of invite you to connect with your body in the movement rather than experiencing your body body externally uh while you're engaging in movement and the final piece to this after doing both of those things and and kind of releasing those things um i really want to invite you to literally tune in to what you're experiencing in your body with the movement. So are you feeling like, like notice how your breath is changing, notice how your legs feel, how your feet feel with the movement, how your arms feel, notice the sensations that are arising in your body, get curious about them. I will point out here that I, I have talked to a lot of people that, especially if you maybe haven't engaged in certain movement for a long time, um, tuning into these sensations in your body with movement can bring up anxiety for some people. Um, so if that's the case and it feels, you know, like not something you can manage, um, you know, consider getting some support with that in whatever way that might look like. Um, and definitely, you know, take it slow as you ease into these movements. Um, but yeah, I want you to tune into, if it feels accessible and it feels safe to you, I want you to tune into the sensations you're experiencing in your body. And with that, can you try to make choices within that workout or within the movement um, that are based on the feedback your body is giving you? And there's no like right or wrong way to do this. I just want you to literally tune in and say, oh, like, okay, I'm doing this little spin workout at home or something. And my body is telling me that, you know, I really need to stop this sprint portion a little early, or I need to slow it down a little bit, or I need to take a little rest, or maybe I just need to stop the workout altogether here. Or maybe your body's telling you, oh my God, this feels amazing. Like, let me really lean into this and, and push harder. Maybe your body's saying, I need some water or I need a snack, right? Be mindful of what the feedback is that your body is giving you uh, within that movement and just kind of gather some data. All right, guys, so to recap on these few pieces I've given you today on healing your relationship to exercise, the first one was give yourself full permission to rest and be curious about what comes up when you do that. Second is that thought exercise of if you knew for certain your body wasn't going to change in any way with the movement that you engage in, how would it change the movement that you choose to engage in? Kind of uh, a second piece to that one was consider your why behind moving your body. And then the last piece, the third piece was connect to the experience of engaging in movement in your body. All right, guys, I hope you have enjoyed this conversation around healing your relationship to exercise. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, if you are interested in kind of digging further into this topic. Don't miss my masterclass happening next Wednesday. 
on September 22nd. I feel like I might have said the wrong date <laughs> at the beginning of the episode, but it's next Wednesday, September 22nd, 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern time. It will be recorded and sent out to all registrants, but definitely get signed up for that if you want to hear more and learn more on this topic. All right, guys, I hope you have a really great week, and I will talk to you all soon.